Oh my gosh, I feel like our lives have been nonstop go recently. I know. So yeah, we dropped that Raven Schoon podcast right before going to Columbia. Chris mm-hmm. and I took off for 10 days. So honestly, it's been very, very nice just to take a break from shows and take a break just from everything. Because yeah, like you said, our lives have been go, go, go. But as of this recording, so Chrissy's already going to be at Lost Lands by the time this drops. Last so... minute send, baby. I literally just decided the Monday before that I was going to send it. <laughs> so it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. So Chrissy will be our boots on the ground. I have some family things to tend to. So sadly, I can't make it this year, but Chrissy will be there on behalf of yeah. both of us. And lately we've been saying like, you send it, Chris send it, like the send it squad. So Chrissy will be sending it on behalf of both of us. <laughs> oh, I'm sending it 200% to make up for you not being there. So you better get ready for some feral videos. The question is, though, are you going to be arresting people on site or what's what's happening? Oh, you know what? If I don't bring the handcuffs, people are going to be raising even more questions than I want to answer. So I'm going to have to bring the handcuffs. I'm going to have to bring the citations. Yeah, I mean, I didn't take them to Base Canyon. I was like telling people currently off duty, but still mentally making arrests you know and get well, mentally giving people citations so <laughs> you yeah. might have to do that for us I'm gonna have to be prepared because if I see excision walking around backstage I'm definitely arresting him oh yeah and Kevin with gridlock or someone whoever's with you they got to get that on video <laughs> oh yeah and you know what I'm actually looking forward to the next month of shows because we have a stacked lineup here in Denver. Um, one of the biggest rhythm shows is coming up. It's OG Nixon at the summit on October 7th. So straight out of Lost Lands into that, baby. Hell yeah. Shout out to Live Nation and Global Dance. Like they literally have been killing it, always bringing some killer lineups. So really, really excited for that one. Who else do we have on that lineup? We got Hi, I'm Ghost. We got Inactive and Chango and Vulgar. <laughs> Massive. Oh, man. <laughs> so That's a fatty rhythm lineup right there. We better see all the rhythm slots at that one. Yeah. If you don't come, you're not cool. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, though. Oh, my God. We also have, sadly, we won't go to this one, but we got some agents going to Resurrect's headline show Mm -hmm. out at TK Lounge, October 14th. Um, Our homies Defiant Presents. They're bringing out Antihero, Raptorum, Carte Blank. Hell yeah. And then we have, oh, my God, we're going to Dub Station Massacre. (laughs) Going to be so sick. October is about to be stacked, you guys. Like, it's going to be nonstop here until decadence, basically. Yeah. And I'm also thinking about sending it to Summoning Fest. I don't know, man. We'll see. I mean, you telling me that I won't will make me want to (laughs) go. Who doesn't want to go to Tennessee for a rhythm festival? (laughs) I know. That's, I mean, rhythm in a cave doesn't get better than that, dude. I mean, I'm just curious to see like what everyone plays. Every time I go to a festival, I get more excited for the music. Like it just hit me that I'm going to go see Samplifier's debut set on Friday at Lost Lands. I feel like that's the set I'm most excited for just because I can't wait to hear oh, yeah. it plays. When is the Jessica Otterfred back-to-back lay set? Because that's also um, another good one that can't be that, missed. Yeah, that one's Friday too. I think it's right before Samplifier actually. Because I remember Ooh. writing up that part of the article and I was like, oh no, are they conflicting? But I think they're right before. Yeah, let's check it out. We got it here on our website. We'll link it in the description. Yeah, yep. so they're they're right after him because he's at 5 p.m. and they're at 6.30 on Wampy. Perfect. Perfect. You can go from one set to the other. And then I know Vulcan is a little bit after 
that B2B, I believe, or maybe Fire. before. I know he's around that time. So his set kind of overlaps a little bit with the back-to-back, but should definitely catch Vulcan. Oh, totally. I mean, I want to hear him play the anti-hero collab, so I'm not <laughs> going to miss that. Can't miss that. Hell no. dudes hi good morning good morning good night good afternoon yes yeah i don't even know what time it is anymore i don't know what day it is all i know is that it's lost lands week yeah it is time yeah it's it's big party time are you guys going Mm -hmm. dude i just made the decision to last minute send it today okay i'm not sadly you're not okay (laughs) no how do i I'm so like a Zoom noob. I can see myself in the corner. Oh, this oh, is my God. alarm. That's good my mor- alarm. It is good morning for you. Oh, no, no, no. I've been awake <laughs> since like 6 a.m. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Sometimes artists hop on and they're like, I just woke up. Like, yes. Yeah, we have interviewed some artists who like, it's like 5 p.m., 6 p.m. And they're like, yeah, I just woke up. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Good, good, good for them. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. man. You look good, though. Thanks for getting the webcam. Yes. Yeah, I got it just for you guys. It's Aww, time. Although, although, although I'm going to be honest, I have a, a little bit of a podcast to her lined up. So. Ooh, OK. So we're not exclusive right now. No, no, no. But you're the first one. You're the first one. Love that. It. All right. We'll turn it around ASAP then. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news, baby. <laughs> of course. Of course. Last time I saw you was like a month over a month or two ago at church. I forget. It In was Denver. The, yeah. yeah. The Asora show, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Cool. And then yes, he saw you sooner than that. Yeah, yeah saw, I saw you, you in Vegas. Me? Yeah, where where in Vegas? Uh, who it show was the was... Cod Dub show. Oh, at Cod, yeah, yes. yeah. Good you times. and Algo and Cod did like a little mini three B three B. You know, <laughs> did I play? I don't really. Remember. <laughs> I don't. Really you totally remember. did. <laughs> okay, good time. Oh yeah, we posted a video. <laughs> Oh no! Well, no, the video because I, I I pulled back one of his uh one of his tunes because he, he had a crazy. I don't think he was happy because it might have been a big double or something, but I don't know. Oh, it was, it was a banger. It was, it was an ba- unnecessary spin back. No, it's never <laughs> unnecessary. I promise you. If I'm pulling it back, it's it's necessary. I promise right. you. I promise you. But then wait, that raises the question. So how many spin backs in one set should be allowed before it is unnecessary? Like a million, bro. Like really? You can spin back every song if it if it makes sense. If it makes sense. That's if you're interesting. Play, if you're playing the bangers, if you're playing the bangers, then it's all up for grabs. In if my it's opinion. nice, play it twice. Yeah. Yes, exactly. If you're just fucking dropping heat all the time, then well, it's okay mm-hmm. to pull it. Because last like there's night, a place, I feel like there's a place in time to do it. Oh, of course. Yeah. We don't want to like kill the whole vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Keep but killing so, the vibe every minute. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. No, it's funny because when I was uh, a lot younger, so Tony Marino, before he, you guys know Tony Marino? No. Um, so mm-hmm. he started, he kind of started Bass Rush. He had a company before that, a future, future Events in okay. Los Angeles called Future Events. 
Um, and then he got picked up by Insomniac to start Base Rush. Cool. And um, he booked 50 Carat, Troll Face, Lost, all these like crazy dubstep artists. Like for me, is like like mm-hmm. in the in like I think it's like 2015, 2014. Um, and yeah, and like when 50 Carat came on, they spun back every single <laughs> song, every single every oh, track. Great. And I was like, no, this kind of sucks. This is like annoying. But yeah. there, it was just a bunch of dudes on stage having fun. And I could I could feel that energy. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is it's cute. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, I wanted to say because last night I was talking to Chibs and I asked him the same question. I was like, all right, how many spin backs is unnecessary? And he was like, one. He doesn't want to spin it back at all. He's like, you don't have your shit together if you're spinning it back. What? Yeah, I don't so agree. I don't we'll agree. have to get him on the record saying that, but. <laughs> no 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 i mean yeah that's, that's probably valid like i mean everyone has like their own like uh take on pulling pulling records um but um yeah it, it's 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 fun it's like hey like this record's hot like mm-hmm. especially if you have a homie who does it for you right yeah um, yeah that, that when they just jump like, in. Oh, they, yeah this shit's <laughs> fire like we have to do it again we have to do it again like for me like i live for that i love that if if someone comes up and pulls my record, like I I feel so validated in what that's I. That's awesome. You know what I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I like hearing that perspective. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was well, a good icebreaker. Yeah. Was popping. <laughs> we're here. We're in. We're hot. <laughs> yeah, just so we have it on record. Where are you tuning in from? Las Vegas. Las oh, Vegas, baby. I, yes, I'm in Las Vegas. This is where uh my hq is my label hq i have i have nushi here with me right now oh hi nushi nushi's in a different room where <laughs> you but he's here <laughs> and then i have phone on and digitist coming in tonight Ooh, because fun. we have a show tomorrow Ooh. yeah and in vegas yeah in vegas yeah we have a show. what at, at what dis- venue disco pussy dude that's a cool disco venue pussy. I love Disco Pussy because yeah, they, yes. they have a void sound system. It sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah. The Revelation guys are super sick. Shout out to Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Uh, yeah. So that's where um, Christina, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. where, yeah, we, we met up. Uh, yeah. They do. Uh, we all scream. And they also, yeah. have big, they, they, they scale like really well. They have um, hard rock, which they do shows sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like- I went to a show there once. It was the Sweet Tooth was playing. I forget who the headliner was. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was a yeah. good show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, they're, they're like a really cool company because they do Thursdays, they do the We All Scream stuff, which is like um, 500 cap maybe. And then they have Hard Rock, which is like a thousand cap. And then they have like the really gigantic outside um, downtown Las Vegas venue, which Ooh. is like 8,000 people. Yeah. And that's I've where seen they do videos. Like, yeah, that's where they do like Subtronics and Sudden Death and yeah those people the that can boys. sell a, a bazillion tickets yes <laughs> yeah correct yeah popular <laughs> yes correct but yeah that that's a cool company yeah they're- oh that's cool well that actually kind of leads me in I mean I wanted to talk about your album release party so isn't Nushi on that Nushi is on this yes yeah I love it when artists do album release parties Thank you. I'm I'm just happy that I have the opportunity to to do one really to be honest yeah. yeah how did um the album start coming together like was it years in the making um okay yeah so yeah this is like a big thing so um hmm 
Uh, it was never like really like so. I ha I have two other. I hate to call them albums because they're dubstep and like it, it's kind of annoying because I'm like I I don't know. I'm like very uh, I don't know. Ignore me. New era, maybe. Uh, um. But I have two other albums out and I hate to call them albums because they're just like dubstep records really, right? And I feel like they're like not um, valid to be called an album because they're dubstep, but they are very conceptual. Like when I started writing them, I had a big concept, right? Mm -hmm. um, it was very designed to be an album. Mm -hmm. So, But for this one, it's not the case. Like, but, and on the other end of it, um there it's so much more of an album to me because the tracks i feel like make up a better album because it's a very multi-genre thing very unique I, I would i would i think it's unique i don't know we'll see what the the jury says when it comes the critics out. Yeah, yeah yeah we'll see what happens when it comes out but um yeah. there's no concept <laughs> behind it really it's just uh tracks that i've been making for the past like three years even um before i even moved to vegas um when I was living in LA it's just a compilation of tracks but uh it's it is meticulously put together in that sense um mm -hmm. it, it's not like thrown together I have like so many unreleased tracks oh I bet like a hundred yeah. plus a hundred <laughs> plus yeah Holy yeah, shit. yeah 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 no no he's easily easily a hundred plus unreleased tracks like so, no biggie uh, no. <laughs> like wait wait are they whippies or are they actually no songs? they're like done they're done holy yeah. moly no 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 <laughs> but uh that's what i'm Wowie. saying <laughs> i mean dude it's what i do it's like yeah okay fair making. yeah it's like three you better be having a lot of unreleased yeah, songs exactly. in your job <laughs> exactly exactly um so yeah i picked all these and i thought i just uh it, and it's been through so many iterations, so many. I've taken things off. And even now, like, uh, I haven't even distributed the records. I, I haven't even, like, put it into distribution. <laughs> You're so, like, like even now, yeah, yeah, even now I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, maybe I should swap this out or something or change mm. it. or So, um, anyways. That's I awesome, though. I forgot uh, the isn't question. It, is it still a total of 14 tracks? It's or? 14. Yeah, it's always going to be 14 tracks for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember seeing your tweet that Funeral Birth is only one of three dubstep tracks out of the entire album. Yes. So I'm curious correct. to hear what and the rest of the album will sound like. Yeah. The, the other two dubstep songs are collabs too. So Sick. one is an Automate collab. Word. You guys know Automate? Yes. Yeah. He's and, then, and then another one is Flood. Do you guys know Flood maybe? Mm -hmm. Flood's playing the, the release party. Oh, oh sick okay yeah yeah they're um they they um they have a release on disciple roundtable um but they mostly like produce like hyper pop beats cool. so they're more of like a beat producer you know what i mean mm -hmm. oh okay yeah but uh, i'll definitely have to check out flood song. yeah now flood's so fucking sick actually very oh. underrated very underrated yeah that's Ooh, what we okay. love to hear so then the other styles and genres on the album if if it's not all dubstep what can we expect um a lot of it's kind of hard to explain the way I, the way i would kind of generalize the album it's uh, people are probably going to make fun of me for calling it this mm -hmm. but i would say it's very like internet core okay yeah someone okay. that's chronically on soundcloud like that's how i would describe the record there's a lot I of feel break like... beats like lots of break beats um some jersey stuff 
lots of vocal stuff too but it's definitely not like a hyper pop thing either like um Mm -hmm. it's hard to explain internet core is the approach for me that's how i would describe it that's sick okay i feel i was gonna say i feel like your sound has always kind of been like at the forefront because um i actually fell in love with your music through the automation ep and i still don't know how to like put a name on what style that is it's just ula style you know yeah yeah no that's cool um I think that was kind of like starting like the the seed for some of the futurism stuff that we see now that Mm -hmm. that my label's pushing um but it definitely sounds different than like the genre of futurism I guess but yeah automaton is what yeah that 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 record is uh I think start like for me exploring that sound like the Mm -hmm. like getting into the futurism stuff yeah interesting yeah I love hearing like how your brain operates I guess or like how your mind Mm -hmm. works and like how you come up with these sort of different genres of music because yeah it's kind of hard to describe your music in my opinion but I really love it it's catchy that's very kind thank (laughs) you yeah um I feel like recently in the past few years I've uh really started to come into like my own and like be finally finally be comfortable after I've been producing since what 2012 so what 12 12 years of producing Mm -hmm. only in the past few few years do I feel like I'm able to sit down like and write a song that I'm like happy with like it Mm -hmm. took me that long so like 10 years it took me a decade to sit down and like write a song that I think I'm like oh I believe in this yeah and you grew up in San Diego right yeah, yeah, I'm from San Diego. Oh yeah, same here, San Diego. Diego. Really, gang? Yeah. Wait, where in San Diego are you from? Chula Vista. I'm, you're from? Oh, so you're south. I'm from. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm North County. I was from Vista. All so right. we're both we're both Vista people. Yeah. Also, there's a song on my album called Vista. By the way. Oh. Yes. Okay. Is it a nod Word. to the roots of San Diego? Uh, it just. I mean, maybe it's a little bit of both. I just. It's a pretty view like a beautiful mm-hmm. view so yeah that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking of but yeah maybe both love that yeah did you go to like basement or any of like those shows <laughs> yeah yeah I played basement uh twice and it was really surreal like being able to like play a good show in San Diego because um obviously the scene was never really big there I don't know I don't know if you can agree do you know Summer Loud were you around for all that um I don't it sounds familiar I was there when like scream was a thing yeah like, yeah scream yeah so um oh god yeah <laughs> slightly slightly concerning slightly concerning um yeah yeah slightly concerning but yeah um I went to one rave at scream and uh yeah so I you know I, yeah was, do you know YDG no not personally but that's, a, you... that's a dj he's a dubstep dj producer yeah right? ydg yeah yeah. yeah yeah so him and i went to high school together and he used to have a house alias called mikey crook and him and i he used to play at scream so oh my I god go <laughs> i might have seen that i i don't know i might, <laughs> I might have been to that party but like one of my oldest facebook photos is like me and my friend who's um He's not like in the EDM scene right now, but uh, it's like really goofy photo. I'm like 
18 years old mm-hmm. and it's just super goofy photo uh at yes. scream yeah so oh good God. times i have some oldies somewhere in my space probably i don't even know yeah <laughs> that was at a uh, world beat center right yeah world beat center yep they have crazy good vegan food do you know this they have no it's like no they're like there's a little african family like from like legit africa that makes uh really good vegan food at the world beat center when it's not a rave i had no idea i never went i never had any meals around that area i would just go just the party and then to make it (laughs) home in time to not get caught or like i was a baby <laughs> yeah. i mean who wasn't let's be real true true yeah. <laughs> but all... yeah my first actual like big show that i went out there for was dead mouse at peco park and avici was opening for dead mouse i was there too and, and he brought out um not Sophie Sophie not the Sophie one Tucker. not yeah so yeah maybe Sophie Tucker uh Sophie needs a ladder uh-huh. That track. Yeah. yeah, he brought her yes, out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and then uh, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee, the drummer, played. Yeah, they were touring. Right. DJ Arrow and Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was at that party too. Good times. Wow. Was, wow. Yeah, that was like my first like big rave outside of you know the Scream underground shows. And did, did you go to the the Skrillex one? Um, it was um Twelfth Planet Skrillex and um like uh, like a Mumbatone reggaeton DJ. No, no, I didn't go to that one. Uh-uh. Yeah. That was but... also at Petco, but it wasn't inside the arena. So that's the one we went to that we're talking about. That was inside the arena. Mm-hmm. But Skrillex played like in like a park, like outside the arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I saw yeah. Zed back to back Porter Robinson, I think that oh, same wow. year or the following year. Oh, I didn't go to that. Wait, that sounds so cool too. Man. Yeah, that, that's legend. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds crazy awesome. times. Anyways, I could talk about all these shows back in the yep. day in san diego yep. like but i will say i got to give a shout out to our friends over at psychosis events because they've been mm-hmm. bringing up a lot of dubstep artists especially up and coming artists like they brought out louis j and resurrect chassis freaky uh tate b is playing next month i believe like just mm-hmm. a month from now and in san diego yeah mm-hmm. oh that's massive yeah breakpoint pb right yeah, that's the venue that they throw the shows at. So it's pretty is awesome it... that they found a venue with partners who are willing to allow them to throw a dubstep show. Because I hear that it's really tough to find venues who allow that sort of that sort of crowd, you know? Yeah. It's a very niche market in San Diego. It's like yeah. Househead City. Is it? Know? Oh, I yes. know. No, yeah. The, there's not like a big base head community there. And I mean, the only reason we were able to do like go to the parties that we went to that we're talking about is because it was like, 2014 like peak peak edm (laughs) craze yeah trending paint parties and shit (laughs) yes yeah no exactly so it's uh really hard now like i i would say for dubstep artists to uh emerge in that city um yeah i haven't seen really any so that's good that they're doing yeah yeah that's like holding it down for us base heads you know Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Bloom Nightclub out in San Diego? So there was a so uh, I was in San Diego recently to visit some family and also to see Danny Sudden Death's show. Um, mm-hmm. It might it might be Bloom. It used to be called Omnia. So it was like an oh, Omnia nightclub. that's Nova. Mm-hmm. Nova. Okay, yeah. So that's where it was. It was Nova. Yeah, they're booking some big acts. I'm gonna see Riot Ten there on the 13th of Nova? October. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, but those are all people that like have proven to sell like hella, hella tickets. Yeah, they can sell tickets. Yeah. It's different mm-hmm. than like uh, what Christina's talking about, which is like grassroots. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we like we love this music. We're gonna fucking invest the yeah, yeah. <laughs> the underground. Yes, the <laughs> exactly. underground exactly. <laughs> well, do, should we get into some of the submitted questions, Chrissy? Because we have. Yeah a lot to get through here i'm just looking at this wall of questions dude you got a ton on instagram oh that's cool yeah yeah people are curious right that now. makes me ha- oh be curious that's the name of my yeah album. be Let's curious go. y'all i'm gonna start i'm gonna start the first one um so your roy's dubs is asking what advice for an artist who wants to start their career do you have Ooh. um oh man this is an easy question because i would say be curious uh, like like I like I did a little uh TED talk at uh Subtronics's uh Cyclops Cove and like the thing I cannot drive home like more than any artist is to just be curious like explore things diversify yourself like intake as much cultural like cu- culture or like media like just expose yourself with so so much different stimulus mm-hmm. that it makes you like have all these different ideas and by having all that information then you can go and write a track make art that is unique and it's very personal and it's very you and you're it's gonna stand out amongst the crowd that's super cool did you get on the mic and just kind of preach that to everyone yeah it was funny because uh everyone was like sitting there like in ableton or like fl or whatever and like making a song and like this is how i make a sound and i had a like a powerpoint like click and i was like <laughs> This is what makes these artists cool, you know? Yes, I love yeah. that. And I was like, this is what you have to do to be cool. Because uh-huh. that's my biggest thing. Like, when I sound, sign record uh, records on Halcyon, um, the first thing I look for is, like, individuality. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. how how unique um, you are. Because, and I've said this before, I don't, I don't know if, like, on a podcast or, like, a talk or ever, but... I think I can always give mixing feedback, like production advice. I can always give you advice, like how to make the record sound more professional, but I can never tell you how to write a good song. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I get a good demo and it might sound kind of, you know, a little wonky, if, if it's a good song, it's a good song. And I can guide you through the process on how to make it bang, like mm-hmm. get, the, get the mix down. To tie up the loose ends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I feel like there yeah. really isn't a definition of a good song, you know? Well, yeah, it's just yeah. my it's like it's not... just my taste. It's just my taste. Literally, yeah. it's so yeah. subjective. And it's like, usually if you do the speaker test, like in a room of people who don't know what's going to go on the speaker and if they're vibing to it, then it's oh. the car hit. test. <laughs> yeah, the car test, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So wait, did you follow your own advice then? And you just kind of like absorbed as much as you could, like a sponge while you were Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to hear it on my record. Yeah, yeah. It's That's what I'm saying. That's very eclectic. Yes. Very cool. Practice what you preach. Yes, I do. I do. (laughs) I try at least. I need to be better about that. Maybe maybe to my detriment. (laughs) Right. (laughs) See, now I'm always like, you need to go to the gym. Like, I need to go to the gym. I'm I need to go get in shape. And then I just don't go to the gym. (laughs) And I'm always like, yeah, Chrissy, go go hit the gym, go work out, stop drinking during the week. And then I'm over. Then I go out on a Sunday. (laughs) These are all words that I should live by. 
<laughs> yes. Sounds yes. like we all have a problem with that. <laughs> yes. Oopsies. <laughs> I was doing so good about the gym though, like during COVID and I, I don't know what happened. It's because there was nothing going on during COVID. Well, no, no. Like I started during COVID because, okay, here's actually, I know what happened because I had an apartment complex and I had a little gym I could just walk to. Yeah. And I was going and it was COVID. So no one was ever there. So I just, mm-hmm. I would go in, I'd wipe it down. I'd do my like little weightlifting right on, <laughs> right on the, right on the bike. <laughs> I'd play some bangers on Spotify yeah. and then I would dip, but now I, I bought a house, so I have no gym I can walk to anymore. Oh, okay. Congrats, though. That's Thank a huge you. accomplishment. Thank you very much. Now I have to upkeep it, and that's uh, not an accomplishment. Yeah. Homeowners <laughs> Association, all that Yeah, it's not stuff. cheap. <laughs> yeah, my my AC exploded, and mm. that was like $12,000. Oh, in Vegas, well, too? Yes. So I, ha- I have to buy it. You know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. I would kill my fucking family. You know what I mean? Who's living with you? My my partner Shen, and then I have my my label manager Kyle, who works in Halcyon with me. He lives here, and then I have my cat that I've rescued from my last apartment. Love. Aww. Yeah, so I don't want to let them suffer. Yeah, they don't want it that hot in the house. Yeah, of course not, <laughs> dude. It was like, dude, it was like 118 degrees, like not that long ago. Yeah. Even yeah. today it was hot. It was like 98 or something. So. Thank God. Yeah, yeah when I went, um, when was it July, end of July for that COD dub show? I was also there for a cannabis conference for Blazy Susan. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was there. And I remember I landed around like 10 p.m. and I get to my rental car. Like, I walk outside. It feels like a fucking sauna when I walk outside. Like, it just hits you. And you're just like, oh my God, wow. And I literally had to <laughs> wait 30 minutes at that shuttle to get to like the rental car place in Vegas. So we were waiting 30 minutes outside because there was only one shuttle bus running and there were like 100 people waiting. But yeah, I get in my car finally and it says 110 degrees. And I was like thinking to myself like, okay, well, maybe it'll cool down as I start driving off. Nope, it was just getting warmer and warmer. And it went up to like 115 by the time I got to the garage at the hotel I was staying at. It's like, this is ridiculous. It's 10 p.m. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, you came exactly when I'm talking about like the the peak heat um, and it doesn't cool down. But um, yeah. at least Vegas knows that it's hot. Like, so mm-hmm. every building is very well, like, air conditioned. So, yeah. Like, San Diego. My I, was mom, like, is that my, I was like, is that my phone? Called, oh, wait. <laughs> my uh, my friend Molly is calling me right now. Monty. Oh, hey. We know you who guys, Molly is. You guys know Molly? Yeah. Molly's sick. Hell yeah. yeah. Molly's <laughs> a sick devster producer. <laughs> I that thought you were going to say mom. Danny was calling you. I was like, answer it. No, I'm mad at Danny right now. <laughs> Oh, drama. Hmm. No, no drama. He <laughs> told me he was going to come to the show tomorrow. And then now he has to work on Master Hand. Oh, come on. I He's told known him about the show. I, I No, no, no. He told. Yeah, I told him to tell because, OK, the reason he can't come is because Colin, his manager, has bought flights for uh, Mikey and Ian. So Eptic and Space Loses to come produce mm-hmm. in Texas, because that's where they're all like, well, that's where colin and danny are right now and i i said hey bro just tell them you have to go pee and get on a plane to las yeah. vegas <laughs> and then come back. just yeah, irish goodbye yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> what i said on. that's what i said he won't he's not down he's not down so I, so that's Damn. why i'm mad at him right now okay well <laughs> you're you have a good reason to be mad yes thank you
Maybe he'll come to your release party. No, he won't. Come on. He had two chances. We will screen record this part and post it on Twitter and just blast him. Make him feel guilty. <laughs> we should. We should. Yeah. This is, this is important. This is what this is what has to happen. Yes. Peer pressure, baby. <laughs> EDM Twitter understands the assignment here. <laughs> oh God. Like EDM Twitter, do your thing. They're coming for him. <laughs> How yeah. could you do my boy wrong? <laughs> yeah. EDM on Twitter and more like EDM X now. Yeah. What oh, the hell? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh God. I hate that. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> it, it it saddens me every day. What is happening to Twitter? Because Twitter is so important. I feel like mm-hmm. it's like such a little like um, it allows people to just fucking talk, like mm-hmm. just literally just talk. And then now, I don't know. I don't like it as much anymore, but I think it's an yeah. important platform. And then the threads thing. Are you on threads? Um. Oh God, you're reminding me that I need to post on social I'm trying to promote <laughs> myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I posted my album announcements on threads and that's it. And I've had threads. Although what is sick about threads is that like when I downloaded the app, I had like fucking 5,000 followers and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. It makes you feel kind of good about yourself. Yeah. It made me feel fucking awesome. I was like, this is sick. I (laughs) had to do no work. They found you, baby. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Let's move through some of these questions because we got like a billion questions here, man. man. I'm just curious about a lot of these, actually. (laughs) So Cherub Dubs asks, what is your definition of future rhythm? Love you, Cooper. Oh, that's very cute. Um, uh, I think future rhythm, I mean, I mean, it's all very ambiguous. Like we're getting into like micro genres. It's like a micro genre of a micro genre, right? So dubstep is a genre and then you have like rhythm which is like a micro genre and then you have like future rhythm which is a micro genre so it's like a tertiary genre yeah exactly so it, it's difficult but uh for me i think it's just kind of like uh pulling inspiration from like future bass and and rhythm um that's how i see it it's a uh, should be um catchy like a ha- have like some melody or like a bass line or something like a hook like a like a melodic hook that you can remember like notes you can hear in your head um or maybe a chord progression or something um yeah that's about it really um i know there's like dude it's so funny i I see stuff on youtube i get recommended all like melodic rhythm versus future rhythm Uh first of all that's the same fucking thing that's what i thought yeah that's what i thought too it's it's the same fucking thing and it's (laughs) really synonyms people yeah, it's really interesting to hear uh, how people try to differentiate it. I think they differentiate it kind of by like a label or like artist or something. Mm-hmm. So I find it really fascinating how people are trying. But no, it's the same shit, dude. Like literally it's just a rhythm track that has like a melody or a chord progression. Like for me, that's all it is. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Watch EDM Twitter come at us being mm-hmm. like, Melodic rhythm and future rhythm are not the same thing. They can't come at us because I'm the authority on this. <laughs> you are the authority. Yeah. We have the future <laughs> rhythm legend on yeah. the podcast here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're writing the yeah. dictionary on dubstep, baby. 
Oh no 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 no! Okay, take that take that <laughs> take, back. No, okay, no, back. Whoa, no, wheel no, that no. one back. No. People people in UK <laughs> are gonna be like freaking out right now. Dude, they came at us for some stupid comment thing that I posted on Twitter once. I'm sure. Oh man, I'm yeah. Sure. I won't even go into it, but they sorry UK people. Yeah, sorry UK <laughs> people. We're Americans. <laughs> sorry. Um, okay. Well, speaking of future rhythm. Future Rhythm Daily wants to know what Ula Sile's favorite song from his upcoming album is in October. Ooh, that's a great question. I have one, I think. Um, it's called unless I change the name because I have time. I haven't <laughs> right. submitted it. I think it's called Give Me, Give Me Rush. Give Me Rush. It's a uh, yeah, not released yet. It will be one of the singles though. Ooh. So um, so I just did Funeral Birth, which is like an old ID that I, I premiered like actually um, in a mix when I launched Halcyon. So that's an old ass song, cool. but I finished it kind of like a year ago, I finished it. And then uh, next song is called Falling Before You. And that's like kind of like a halftime, kind of future in him, but it's like a half, like uh, kind of like a neuro hop thing, right? But pretty. Mm-hmm. And then okay. the third one will be Gimme Rush. Okay, sick. And it's like a break core. Not, it's like, I don't know. It's like break beats. I don't know. Jungle, jungle, jungly mm-hmm. track. Yeah. So that's my favorite one. Cool. Ooh, I'm very curious now. Hopefully we get a private listening. Curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send, I'll send you the record. Yeah. We can get a, that. you know, do a private investigation on it. Yes. <laughs> and then you can give me a three out of 10 on my. <laughs> Just give like fake ratings on all of them. Even <laughs> you know the truth. We're like, we're going to put you at a two out of 10, but just it's not real. <laughs> See how EDM it's Twitter reacts. Controversy. <laughs> yeah, just start. Yeah, now. just oh completely God. rinse you on oh social media. Gosh. I would feel so bad if I like reviewed someone's album and published a bad review though. Wait, no, I have to talk about this right now. Because Pitchfork reviewed Vroom Vroom, Charlie XEX. Do you know this EP? Do you guys know? Mm-hmm. Do you know this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't it, listened like, to it, but I know who it is. They gave it like some like horror, like like five out of ten, four out of ten, some something really low. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is like pop at its worst. No, this EP basically created hyperpop. Like there's a whole the whole genre that exists now is like based off of this like one EP. Yeah. And it's like, how how do you dare like rate something that's so influential that has change people's lives it made so many careers by the way too people yeah. are making millions of dollars now because this was the seed that started it i don't know sorry i just I have the chills by you saying that but the disrespect I mean, man yeah maybe the person writing it wasn't that informed on it on like the context well i mean they didn't <laughs> know the future what would happen from true that's from true, the record yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh no I I I'm I'm gonna show you the 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 EP dude it fucking bangs so hard also so so it's Charlie XX you guys know who Charlie XX is right yeah, yeah. big pop star mm-hmm. so Sophie produced the whole record you guys know Sophie too Sophie from Dead Mouse Sophie no no not Sophie needs a letter Sophie Sophie a PC music Sophie like um oh. um so Maybe. Sophie is like, Sophie's like my goat. She passed away a couple years ago. Oh, and her and her birthday was uh, I think yesterday, maybe. But yeah, that's like my biggest inspo of all time. Yeah, I love her to death. Yeah, I'm seeing her on Hyperpop Classics, all of this over Spotify. 
yes sophie's Um, the fucking absolute most important producer for me ever of all time so yeah huge shout out yes well i guess that also leads to this other question that someone asked ethan t smith um he said big fan who are your biggest musical influences outside of the bass music scene yeah well i would say sophie's kind of bass music i would say so yeah oh yeah definitely sophie um i listen to so much different styles um it's kind of probably problematic to like my friend group because they when we get in the car together and i drive someone and i put on uh-huh. Spotify, they never know what the fuck i'm gonna put on i listen to a lot of jungle okay so like ltj bookham um and like classic records oh who's who's a guy that's current um uh uh what's his name ted something really get i don't know i listen to a lot of jungle records a lot of techno i really like fkj mm-hmm. um and man i'm really bad at names actually i know you're like pull out my spotify no same here. yeah yeah i have to look <laughs> i'm so bad at names um so i listen to a lot of jungle it's a lot of techno but when i'm doing halcyon stuff like but that's what i listen to it's like i put mm-hmm. on like a jungle record or like or like a pl- jungle playlist or like a techno playlist so i can like focus on making the graphics sending the emails um and then beyond that i listen to a lot of um hardcore maybe Um, oh really um i don't know if it's even called uh like turnstile or um who is it um head in the ceiling fan hold on i have to go on spotify right now (laughs) we're huge hard dance fans hard dance Mm -hmm. so like like, raw style yes well i like i like I like um hardcore like like mm-hmm. not not no not when I was saying hardcore I, I meant like a hardcore the like, oh okay I misunderstood bands, that. like hardcore <laughs> hardcore yeah. like hardcore rock stuff gotcha um, I but I do metal. love hardcore I like, <laughs> no I do love hard I love har- hardcore like hard style like rock uh-huh. style like Zach kicks like yeah the Zach kicks are yeah, in right now yeah I love a kick that's like the most obnoxious thing ever dude my, tempo my, yeah, my partner fucking hates it. Like, I'll be oh. in, like, we're in the car and she's like, eh, 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 like, yeah. yeah, some people can't stand it. We have a high tolerance to that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. I, I live for it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Like, that stuff yeah. will put me to sleep, literally. Like, I can just, <laughs> yeah, like... no. <laughs> and like, people are just like, how can you listen to this construction music? That's what a lot of people it call does. it. Construction. It's like a jackhammer. Hey. Like, <laughs> that's what they said about that step, like, forever ago. Um, that's true. I don't know. I I like a lot of like uh hyper pop stuff too. I mean, I mean, people hate that fucking term, but stuff that's like kind of internet pop. Um yeah. Sick. Well, you mentioned the label. How do you go um Ode to Sounds is asking, how do you go about recruiting artists for the label? Um, that's a good question. So, I mean, just I have a label manager and then it just basically we just sit on SoundCloud a lot and like scroll and listen mm-hmm. to stuff. Honestly, a lot of records that we've signed are from uh showcase mixes. So like oh, some, wow. someone will just like do like, oh, these are all my whips that I made like last year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just go through the mix and we'll literally send them timestamps, be like 10 minutes, 12 minutes, cool minutes. We want these songs, are you down? Mm-hmm. That's like 
basically how we sign i would say over half of the music that we put out wow artists are you hearing this you need to be putting out those id showcases yes yeah love that that's what they're meant for right yeah i I think so the ids that they're sitting on yeah yeah cool good shit do you make all the artwork uh no no i don't make all of it um i make maybe a little over half but um yeah so yeah, I spent a lot of time making like the 3D art and stuff, but I have editors who do all the um, final animations and like, so like the little social media posts that you see, like that have like the the mini mix and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hire somebody who com- compiles all of that and makes it like look really cute and adds the text and makes it respond to the audio. Um, yeah, I normally just uh, make the main art like- The still. Or, or no, be well. I make animations too, but they don't look nearly as good. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I do, yeah, I, I work I work on quite a bit of it, but um, yeah, I have I have help to to make it better. <laughs> That's cool. That's I love that you're super hands on when it comes yes. to the label and everything, and like the A and R and all of that. So, mad respect for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sick. Well, um. One more question about Halcyon, actually. Um, PH underscore LXVII is asking, are there going to be any more Halcyon shows? Well, yeah, we have a bunch right now. So we have the one tomorrow in Vegas. We have my album release party in LA on 10 mm-hmm. Yeah, October 7th. And then we have one in Austin, I think, 10-16. I have to double check, okay. but I th- believe 10-16. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, trust me, I want to throw as many shows as possible. Like, because I want to fucking get these artists paid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, a big re- reason that like um, Nushi is on all these things because he lives in Japan. So he's playing yeah. all three of these shows. It's It costs a lot of money to come from Japan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, dude, I'm going to put you on, put you on a bunch of shows. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, the talent's there. Yes. Well, Nushi's the best. Yeah. My, yeah. He's also like a really diverse artist too, which is exciting because he doesn't just do dubstep stuff. He does multi-genre sets. And I love Ooh, that. Cool. Yes. Ooh, it's an experience. You guys should do um, a Denver Halcyon takeover. Yes. Okay. So we announced a, Hal- a Halcyon Denver show at Red Rocks for uh, um, a while ago. And I don't know what happened. The promoter uh, just dropped out. What the? Yeah, the promoter dropped out like a month before the show. So I don't okay. know. But uh, there's, <laughs> I mean, I, ha- I have to have like a promoter to work with so I can do the show. Yeah. It's funny because I hear, I hear this all the time. People are like, oh, they're so mad at me. Like as if it was my decision to uh-huh. the Denver show. It's like, dude, no, I want to do the show so bad. And I love Denver as a market. It's a good market to do dubstep. Mm-hmm. And I hear I hear you guys. I don't know if they're going to hear this. I hear you. I want to do the yeah. Denver show. Trust me. I do. Um, I just need someone that's going to invest in the lineup. You know what I mean? And who's going to be willing to put it, put it on. It's a two-way street, really, with shows. You know? Like, if the promoter's not hyped on it, and they don't withhold their end, promoting tickets, selling tickets, getting in front of people, like, the artists can only do so much, Correct. Correct. Yeah. 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 Maybe you can work with, like, AEG, Global Dance. 
Oh my god, that's mm-hmm. no, we're not that sick, I don't think. Oh yeah. I mean, yes you are. No, yes, you are. they're totally so big. Sell. They're so big. They They're working on smaller shows like they're putting on the OG Nixon show at Summit. Okay. Yeah. I- I've done shows at Summit. Yeah. Summit mm-hmm. would be a good venue, I think actually. That yeah. I think that's a like an appropriate size mm-hmm. room for a Halcyon show. Yeah. Wait, who's hey, doing that? Did. Global Dance or AEG? Or Live Nation and Global global okay mm-hmm. yeah aeg mostly puts on shows at like red rocks um yes and yeah. mission ballroom ogden too i think right ogden too so, yeah more mm-hmm. ogden would be a good venue for you i feel like you could totally sell that that's so big that's so scary it's like 1400 right that's so so many tickets i don't know that's <laughs> well scary to the me. smaller ones are good too because it's more intimate and if it sells out like that's the hot look so Yes, that's that's where I'm at. I don't want to yeah. buy a big room and like sell Empty. half the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even, I'd rather Yeah, no, honestly, even like Larimer Lounge. I really love Larimer Lounge. Mm-hmm. That's like a really nice it's it's a very small venue, but it's super intimate and like there isn't really like a railing. There's just like a small little platform and you're up there and everyone is kind of like it's like a angle, like an L angle, you know, <laughs> where people are mm-hmm. around you. So that's a good venue too. Like three hundred. Yeah. I wonder who does that. Oh, three. Well, AG oh. does that too. I think. I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. We need we need you to do a takeover out here in Denver. That's I want to. <laughs> I want to. Thank you very much. We'll thank help spread the word the for you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah we can connect you with me. some promoters after this. We know some people. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. There was actually one more question that we had here that I was curious about, but. You've got so many questions. I just like lost track of it. We love to see that. Like when we post a little question sticker and everyone's just drilling us with questions for the artist. It's pretty cool. That makes me happy. Um, Actually this one, solo dubs. Do you do any lessons? No, not right now. I do have, okay. I don't know if I want to share this. I'll I'll share it. I do eventually kind of want to um, open up like a mentorship where, um, people send me um, like demos and I will charge them for lessons, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kind of the goal is like, I want to like mentor someone into like um, actually being successful. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. I don't want to just be like uh, spending time teaching you like the basics of a like one offs and stuff. Or, yeah. Like, Oh, like this is how you like use a filter. Or, like this is what mm-hmm. an EQ. Like, I don't want to do that. Um, so my plan for the future is to like get some demos, get some people that already make good music and kind of teach them how to get even better and also how to navigate the music industry. Cool. Yeah. That's so important is navigating it and like how you put yourself out into the world. Cause you could have the best music, but if you look tacky and you don't do the right <laughs> things online, like people don't want to consume it. Sadly. Hey, I look tacky. So that I feel like that I'm not gonna agree that you look tacky, but I feel like your look is part of why people love you so much because you're so approachable. Oh, that's very kind. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean you're definitely right though that like having a good image is very important. Like going back to uh sudden death, my mortal enemy, he has like <laughs> he he's developed like a crazy look, you know. Mm-hmm. He's got like the big chains and yeah. the bleach blonde hair, and even yeah, like subtronics. Um mm-hmm with like also really long hair and like yeah. tie-dye, tie-dye shirts and stuff and yeah mm-hmm. the kendama think, yeah kendama yeah 
it's important to be able to uh not like um identify the artist easily yeah yeah that's cool though one one thing that we always chat about like dream situation with dubs of fbi if we had all the money in the world like start a nonprofit where it's like the FBI labs and we have like a mobile studio and we can just go and have artists come in and like make their songs and like do podcast recordings and like help use our studio spaces and just kind of use that to give back to upcoming artists. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. But you need all the money in the world. Dude, it's like, I need, I need to win the freaking lottery. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a good, I mean, that's kind of what I'm trying to do as well. Like, I think it's really important to just, um, having the ability like to showcase the art that you love and platform it and let it exist and get noticed by other people is what I'm trying to do with like my label. And that sounds like that's what you're trying to do with like your podcast and your brands. And then if you have the bus. Yeah. So yeah. um, Yeah. It's just important to, you know, share what you love really is what it sounds like to me. Exactly. We're just all about giving back and just helping these artists reach their supporters. That's ultimately the goal. Yeah. Hell also, yeah. I've noticed like when artists get to a certain size, they've done everything. Like they've toured the world, they have a label, they have XYZ. I feel like sometimes it's more fulfilling to put others on. And like you said, like kind of coach them and then see them become successful after you've like farmed them almost. Oh, that sounds kind of derogatory. <laughs> it's like a farm oh god i don't know if i like that that terminology but <laughs> oh my god i was thinking of like baseball teams with like a farm system <laughs> oh, i don't like... know anything about sports so so maybe, <laughs> no, maybe maybe it's the right uh uh verbiage maybe it is but to me just I was like, oh. i'm dead <laughs> Christine, no, yeah. like the professional terms <laughs> <laughs> yeah farm the upcomers <laughs> You heard it oh, here, Chrissy. Chrissy saying farmed up. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> so do we want to ask any more of these questions or should we get into the lightning round here? I just have one last question to close it off. This one's from X Psycho. Did you expect Rhythm Girl to get as big as it did? Oh, this is a fun question. Um no, I think I think it it got way bigger than I thought it would be. Although that song's also super fucked up. There's like a lot of a lot of issues with it that mm. I actually might go and like when I'm not lazy, I might go like replace the audio secretly because oh. there's like some issues with it. But mm-hmm. um, I knew when I was writing it, I was like, oh, the, like th- this song is like gonna it's gonna land. I knew because dude. Well, first of all, the the vocal is a sample i did not come up with that that's a sample yeah that i that i loved i loved that sample when i was getting into raving like you know back in like mm-hmm. the early 2010s and then so i was like oh this is a banger sample that's in there that's already a good hook and then i just made a really rhythm drop like super tried and true simple rhythm drop so like for me it's just like piecing together two things that i thought were gonna makes sense but uh yeah i didn't realize i was gonna like fucking two million spotify streams or whatever yeah i know that was when i first discovered you i'm sure as a lot of people did as well (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, that track will always slap though yeah thank you although i do need to fix it secretly one day that's cool you can do that just slide new audio in there 
Yes, I'll just fix all the issues and no one will know the difference. Teehee. <laughs> Nobody has to know. Yeah. It's not gonna, it, I'm not going to change the song. I'm not going to change the song already. And I'm just going to fix <laughs> some of the mixing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no one will know unless they listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm on the record now. <laughs> it's going to be all over Reddit. <laughs> No, they're going to be, like, waiting, like, when did he change it? When did he change it? Yeah, they're going to download it right now and then, like, keep downloading it and keep comparing. And find it, yeah. (laughs) All your true fans. It's like, where's Waldo dubstep edition? Mm Mm-hmm. Literally. Where's Connor? Oh, boy. (laughs) Sweet. We're going to jump into the lightning round here. So this is, like, our favorite part of the podcast. We're just going to spit a bunch of questions at you. They're just try to answer as quickly as you can. They're simple answers. It's just kind of to put you on the spot, but it's fun. They're not tough questions or anything. I'll so do my best. I'll get us started here. Uh, what's the strangest venue you've ever performed at? I'm off to a bad start. I can't think. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, one in Detroit. In Detroit, because... There was no green room and the green room was like upstairs and there was a door. If you open the door, it was literally, there was no room. It was like to the crowd. So if you walked out, you would die. Oh, sounds like someone needs insurance at that venue. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a liability. So, yeah. That, you know, no, like literally. Yeah. So there was just a door like to the, yeah, that one. Yeah. No name venue. I don't remember. <laughs> Detroit venue. Yeah, somewhere in Detroit. Yes. It's like Detroit venue number 111 or something. Yeah, that I think that might have been the name actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're opening an investigation on them right now as we see. Yeah. <laughs> opening the case file. All right. What is your go-to track for getting pumped up? Pumped up, man. Oh no. I don't I don't like get pumped up because I like don't do the gym. I just need to focus really so mm-hmm. i think like for me like as i said like i'll put like a jungle playlist or like a techno playlist so i can focus but i'm never get, trying to get pumped up like i'm not like yeah i need to like <gasps> conquer or something <laughs> i never do that i'm i mostly just you know focus <laughs> so i ha- i don't I think i have a big pumped up track although there are some like cool dubstep songs maybe like um um if i want to get like yeah like uh there's a four horsemen by uh i think fizo mm. um ripple acting damage and oh wow wait man, ominous i don't want to yeah ominous yes correct thank you yeah oh that's an old one right there yeah and then there's also um baptism of fire which is uh man i i really don't want to leave any of these artists out. i feel super bad um baptism of fire which is uh dejusta 12 gauge oh there's another artist please for the love of god someone's gonna be like oh. it's it's sadhu 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 yeah 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 those are both like really big dubstep bangers that like i hear every time i hear those songs I'm like this is like the craziest shit ever and it makes me riled up but cool. i'm not putting them on normally to do anything I'm not like I'm gonna go dig a hole right now or like <laughs> stop not like crying. the raw the raw style that we listen to while we work. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good options too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's one song that Chrissy has had on replay like 24 7. Oh. Every time I'm with her, she plays it at least like twice. <laughs> Do you like, know who Deadly called... Guns is? No, I don't. No, you have to send me the fucking. The, the oh, we'll send it to you. So, yes, yeah, please. look up. Yeah. Well, for the audience listening, look up Legacy by Deadly Guns and D- Dimitri K. Yeah. Yeah. Just, no comment. <laughs> That's my favorite song, you guys. Is it like, is it like some like Gabber stuff? Like, oh, yeah. Crazy it's like, kicks. Baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yo, like we're gonna release some shit like that soon too on House. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We got some crazy kicks coming out. On hell that. yeah. Let's go. We will definitely be blasting that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what gets us going all the time. Um. Okay. Who are your EDM slash music best friends? Um. EDM best friends. Well, I mean, I have a lot of people that I love on the label. So yeah, like Nushi phone on uh danny my mortal enemy sudden death mm-hmm. my mortal enemy um uber um i have a lot of older friends too that like um samplifier sammy mm-hmm. uh murda tommy um we love in- them infect christian um there's so many i have so many really so many. Re- really good friends like really good friends yeah that's the beauty of like making music is because you make all these friends all over the all over the world. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have a lot. I, cool. I I this sucks because I feel like I'm gonna like in ten minutes be like fuck. I totally left. <laughs> Forgot out. Yeah, yeah. That happens every episode. We're always yeah. like, oh, so who are like some upcoming producers? Like they have to pull up the SoundCloud and like yeah, like, <laughs> the emails <laughs> and look at the IDs and look at everything. <laughs> Yeah. well for upcoming producers just go to halcyon you know they're there all there go. they're all there yep. just scroll down they're all discography there. baby yes yes well if you could go back to back with any artist who would it be oh i i have no idea um back to back with any artist I don't have an answer for this. I don't think. No maybe, answer. Maybe I do. I mean, it's just so hard. It's like so complex for me. Very yeah. Com- very. There's complex. more than goes into it than just the getting up there. Probably. Um, maybe like um, Metallica. Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We would need you to remix one of their yeah. songs first. We'll get we'll get the whole Metallica band, and then I'll be somewhere on maybe like in a corner or something. Yeah. Or and then the no a platform, an elevated platform. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll play like some like every so often I'll just be like, <laughs> like just some chop noise. it up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just start doubling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine. Bro, we need to make this happen. Oh, for the love of God. I would cry I would cry. I'd be so What if you got an offer to go back to back with Metallica? Metallica? Dude, I would I would do it if I if I could pay them, like give Metallica a thousand dollars. I would do it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Might as well. Life complete right there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Metallica, but- if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. They would totally just go on the internet and be like, let me look up Filthy Beat Inspectors podcasts and just totally listen to this. <laughs> They're like avid streamers of our podcast. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know who listens to this. So yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibilities, you know. Mm-mm. I know God Facts. listens. But I do know you're going back to back with Automate, right? Yes, we are. Yes. At Summoning Fest. Yeah, that's going to oh, be so man. I, so, yeah. He's also my mortal enemy right now because 
I'm trying to get him to come over mm-hmm. so we can make more music. But he's in Italy and he's on the road. So I forgive him. He's a busy him. guy. I forgive him. He's too but, cool. And I'm you. like, maybe. He, he's pretty <laughs> cool. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. But uh, I really want him to come. I, we have we have a plan, but uh, yeah, I just want to make a lot of music. Like uh, we are, we already have three songs, so one's coming out on my album, and then we have two more already made. Then no one's gonna cool. hear unless I go to the show. But I'm trying to make like fucking six songs with him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So collab EP. Yeah. Well, no. Well, no. Just so we have <laughs> bangers to play. New new <laughs> new bangers, new bangers, just for the show. There you go. And then we'll figure it out. We'll play it by ear afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to try to make it out to Summoning Fest. And definitely we'll have to catch that B2B. So better uh, watch out because I might be handing out some citations. Might even bring the handcuffs. So, yeah. Oh, no spin backs. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm definitely going to have all the spin backs in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to wheel like at those tracks like the whole. OK, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I'm so screwed because I know for a fact he's going to play some bangers and I can't help myself and be like, Mm-hmm. poppy yeah. yeah it's gonna have to happen i'm sorry yeah. so i might be leaving there going to prison <laughs> prerequisite <laughs> good to oh, know man uh all right what is one country you want to play in oh what japan mm-hmm. yeah definitely and i'm working on it cool. and i'm and i'm learning the language hold on i'll prove to you you're guys. learning japanese wow i'll prove to you right now look at my duolingo Yo, eighty-nine days of Duolingo. That's sick, dude. Hell yeah, love to see it. Shit, I'm working on it. That's tough. That's a tough language to learn. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think just learning languages are hard in general, but I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool language, and it also helps that like I have friends that are Japanese and. Mm-hmm. Nushi, right? Yes, Nushi. Yeah, and, and more and beyond. But yeah, Nushi's like one of my best friends. So he always he's like, "Oh, you're doing so good at Japanese, dude." I speak like I'm fucking three years old. <laughs> like literally, they're like itchy knees on she go. I don't even know what that means. So maybe what? you don't itchy knee nasi go. Is that it's, what it's, you said? Itchy knees on she go. I think that's how you say it. one, two, three, four, five. I don't even know that. I don't even know how to count. I learned that in elementary school. That's all I know in Japanese. Yeah. So yeah, that's how that's how that's how bad I am. You know more than most of the average American. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, we'll be we'll be uh watching for some Japan announcements. Yes, I'm working on it. It's uh there's some things cooking. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. Uh we'll do uh two cities in Japan. Cool. Yes. Big things coming. Post for now things coming whatever that means <laughs> <laughs> um this one i'm actually really curious about what is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on stage um most embarrassing i mean i've fucked up so many times like it's kind of hard to remember <laughs> i don't know i just fuck up a lot i don't have like the i don't have like any fun story i'm sorry okay. Okay. Yeah, like we had no, some no. artists. Yeah, we've had some artists say like they said the wrong city. Like they're playing in San Francisco, but they said San Diego. I haven't done that. No, I'm pretty good about the cities. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't have like a good story. I'm sure. I'm sure they're. Yeah, I. I mean, I just 
fuck up a lot. So, um, they like yeah. that. I'm sorry. Do I'm they? Sure no one even notices. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. There's always um, that one kid who takes it to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else in the crowd is usually just tweaked out anyway. So, oh my god, <laughs> oh that's sad. That makes me sad because it's like, bro, I'm I'm like really trying up there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like to be like, ah, uh, just uh, ah, you know what I mean? No, like, they don't know what's going on. That makes me sad. There's a small percentage of people like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a good story, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Probably for the better. Oh, well, thank God for now. Yeah, for now. Maybe next year we can do another one and I'll have a good story. Yeah, we'll plot something against you. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sabotage? We're going to prank you. Yeah. The, the Denver show. The Denver you, show. You're going to help set up. You're going to yep. make an elaborate plot mm-hmm. to make an embarrassing story so that next time we go on the show that I'll have mm-hmm. a good story to tell. Better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> that's <right>. what you t- <laughs> you're I known mean, for your plotting and scheming yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we're sneaky we're the fbi so true you never know hey at least you're not the dubstep cia you know what i mean dude people always make jokes about that or no they, that, that'd they, be so much worse though that would be worse yes yeah not about that <laughs> fuck the cia for real all right, next one here. Second to last question. What is your pre-show routine? Um, Freak out. Like, uh, really grind on trying to make music. Grind on making the set. Also, um, every set that I do is, like, pretty pre-planned. Um, I, like, I'm very meticulous about uh, making a playlist and making sure every song is, like, fucking perfectly timed and aligned and so I do that. So I'm not like a guy to normally do like a bunch of songs on a playlist. So I, I freak out about that. So I grind really hard and make a good playlist. And then um, maybe I'll sit in a green room and have a few beers. And that's pretty much my pre-show routine. Yeah. No tequila. Uh, that's after the show. That's after <laughs> the show. Yeah. Yeah. Tequila is too much before a set. The class is Mm-hmm. The what? The Clase Azul? <laughs> yeah. I love the, the, I, have a, the I have a giant Clase Azul bottle somewhere in my house. They make it so you feel bad throwing them away when you're yeah. done. No, it's beautiful. I, ha- I can't throw it away. So no. it just sits in like my living room, like on like a table. Just it's a piece of art, really. For real. Have you seen, have you guys seen the video like of like the people? Like it's like a bunch of um like women like hand painting it like meticulously like Uh it's a whole thing yeah so no i I would feel like a piece of shit if i fucking dump that because watching (laughs) literally yeah literally (laughs) watching a video of these people like meticulously hand painting everything and like sculpt yeah no hell no yeah oh i need to watch that Mm -hmm. yes i've seen some like diy videos of people making like coffee tables out of and using the bottles as a stand like the legs, Ooh, you know. It's interesting. So, that's pretty dope. That could I be a cool how, project. I wonder how sturdy that is, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the table. <laughs> no. 
Um, well, I'm dying to ask you this question. This is the hardest question you're going to get asked out of any of the podcasts that you're doing. Okay. And it's the last question. So fuck, Mary. Oh, God. Nushi, sudden death, or phone on? No! Why are you doing this? These are my boys. <laughs> we'll see who really is a boy now. No. We told you we'd put you on the spot. This is so mean. I hate this. All right, I'm definitely going to marry Nushi for sure. Word. Um, Can we come to the wedding at least? Yes. You're invited. Let's go. Um, yeah. oh, I have to kill Danny. I have to kill Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we laid that one out for you. Because he, Yeah, he deserves to be killed. So then I'll fuck phone on, which sounds really bad because he's like a, he's so young. So that's really gross. Oh. <laughs> he's Word. like he's like 20 he's like 21 you're like i'm old. okay he's 21 it's fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah no um yeah yeah, yeah. he's over 18 I'm, yeah i'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> no i'm definitely marrying nushi i'm killing danny and um i'm the other word yeah little cameron you're doing the thing <laughs> dude he's like dude for me he's dude he's like he's like my little son you know what i mean he's like uh-huh because yeah he's i don't know so it makes me so gr- ah, we, need a bath after this. we need I'm, to censor this yeah i'm gonna go take a shower so afterwards. you're fucking your son basically <laughs> got it i'm gonna it. pour a bunch of chlorine on myself in like two <laughs> minutes jesus christ oh well that's a high note to end on for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well do oh, you have shit. any last words for our audience um, who's still here any last words Am I going to die right after this? Say your piece or hold it. Um, No, uh, just thank you guys so much for having me on. This is really fun. Like, like, honestly, we should just talk more like beyond, yeah. beyond the show. I don't know if you guys are on Discord or whatever, but we should definitely mm-hmm. like chat and stuff. So thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on the show. And I will send you the record. And I hope people who watch this listen to my record and they might hate it. And I'm like awaiting them to hate it, but we'll see what happens. So mm-hmm. they can make it. something oh, better okay. if they hate it. Ah, I don't know. Better, <laughs> different, yeah, difference. Yes. Well, we'll definitely share the EP or the album. We'll share the album, and we'll help hype everyone up and help spread the word. So we're stoked for you. Appreciate you guys very much. Thank you so much. Yes. And yes. we'll wait for you out here in Denver so we can prank mm-hmm. you. Yep. Well, no, okay. Yeah, we have to have a meeting about this. Yeah, there will be a meeting about the meeting for sure. (laughs) A meeting about the meeting. (laughs)